Let's go. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Benchtown TV. This is Brian here with Paul and producer Dave. And today we have episode two of season two of the Disney Plus series, The Mandalorian. This episode is going to be chapter 10 entitled The Passenger. And not too much of the meaty plot got addressed in this this episode but i still enjoyed the shit out of it personally yeah it was uh, more of like a scary episode than than you know normal um and it didn't really drive the plot along too much i mean now he has a new task we know mm-hmm. where he's going but i mean overall did not too much advancement this was i feel like the overall plot that was being addressed was him finding the mandalorians and i he he is now on his way to the planet that the mandalorians are at so i think we're going to get some stuff next episode it's it's not even that the mandalorians are there right it's that once they get there the husband will tell him where he sees mandalorians yeah yeah they're going to the frog planet yeah, Trask. Yeah, and then they're going to get the information. But I think there's going to be a couple more episodes. Is it- oh, I thought it was the frog. The frog's husband, like, said he has seen the Mandalorians oh, no, on the he planet. Did, he did say okay. that, actually. So yeah. it was on the planet? Correct. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yes. okay. Um, but my thoughts on this episode real quick. Um, it was a nice episode. Uh, like you guys said, didn't drive much of the story. Um, I think it was just mostly we get a lot of callbacks in this episode. So I'm excited to talk through them and let you guys know uh, some of them. Ready yeah. to go? Yeah. It's funny, Dave. You said uh, your girl, Motto, is that her name? Motto, yeah. She, you said, you're like, eh, she's whatever, but like, we'll probably see her again. Hope we don't. She's in, so far two for two. <laughs> I've never like not, I've never not liked Motto. In the preview, I was the one that was pretty anti-Motto, and yeah. I've come around to her. She She's, she's an funny. endearing character. Yeah, I, I kind of like her now. But yeah, we're good to go right into it. Sweet. Let's do it. So we pick up where we left off uh, episode one, I guess chapter nine, you would planet. call it. Yeah. yeah, same planet, and it's Mando speed, speeder biking back through the Dune Sea with Boba Fett's armor in tow. And this is kind of just like a cold opening that has nothing to do with the rest of the episode, but it's these three bandits set up a wire trap to you know, it's the typical wire trap, put it between two trees and whoever's like biking by gets absolutely ruined by yeah. it. And in that's a, exactly what happens. In a world with like laser guns and like crazy spaceships, <laughs> it's, it's yeah. the good old fashioned clothesline. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's exactly what it is. Um, ex- Real quick, I just want to say um, one of the alien bandits, uh, the horned one, if you guys remember the orange yeah. one, uh, that was called something called a Nikto. Ooh. And we actually saw them in uh, the first season. It was they were the like episode an- one, right? It, I don't. It was the prisoner one, I think. When or no, the one they. Yeah, it might have been episode one when they try to. Uh, when he gets Baby Yoda, there's like a army of them basically, and he takes yeah. them out. And like the hideout. Okay. It was so, yeah, this yeah, is one of the yeah, callbacks yeah. Okay. I was talking. I about. gotcha. And then gotcha, gotcha. And then yeah, that was one of the callbacks. Yeah, yeah, they were the one that originally had Baby mm-hmm. Yoda and N I K T O Nikto. So to continue with the scene, uh, there are three bandits. Two of them are kind of like bigger regular size people and then there's one really small alien dude who is actually another callback i'm just going to real quick cut you off it's um he's known as a tito and we actually saw them in force awakens uh ray talks to one of them it's like a quick scene but it's in the movie gotcha so the three bandits kind of engage mando the small one gets like taken care of right away and he's kind of like wounded and limping around while mando handles the other two regular sized people in hand-to-hand combat he eventually knocks them out but he looks up and sees that the small guy has picked up baby yoda and has a knife to his throat (laughs) 
tears. I was pissed. I was furious at this point. How dare you use Baby Yoda as leverage? Yeah. And Mando's just like, hey, hey, listen, guy, if you put a mark on his head, like there's not a place in the entire universe that I won't find you and hunt you down. So think about this rationally. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of value in the speeder bike. Why don't you take your pick? And let the kid go. And the guy's just like, okay, that sounds like a pretty sweet deal. Mm. But he wants the jetpack. And Mando's like, okay. So he gives him the jetpack. Probably the dumbest thing to ask for. Totally there. dumb. <laughs> and this guy's so happy to have it. Just starts walking away. He's like, okay, cool. Baby Yoda very cutely like hurries over to Mando. He yeah, was all was frightened adorable. and scared. Adorable. And Mando just handles it like a boss. Just presses a button. Jetpack starts to fly. And then he presses another button. The dude just falls. And the jetpack lands itself, which I thought was so cool. Yeah. I'm glad it fell at the end though yeah. because there's no way on sand it would be able to actually like land perfectly. Yeah. But that was cool. It was like um SpaceX rocket like coming back. I was down literally thinking I was gonna say it was like an operating spaceship mm. in our times, yeah. you know, just how it landed <laughs> and propelled itself. Yeah. I, I loved it. I thought it was so cool. Especially as soon as the guy took it, I immediately thought, you know, Mando's got a button for that somewhere. Yeah. So he, he I thought I didn't know it was gonna yeah. Basically, just bring him up in the air and drop him. Though that was pretty it sweet. Was a good, it was a good opening scene. Nothing out of the nothing. There was no way those three bandits were yeah, going to exactly. get the best of Mando. Not I love a chance. I love how they just throw us into action a lot too. Like mm -hmm. a, a lot of times. Yeah. You know, in the opening scene, he's walking into a bar. There's a bar fight. In this instance, you know, Rebels got him. So they they don't try to bore you. They try to yeah. get you into action asap. So that was our opening scene, and then we get the opening credits, the da dun I just love it so much. And then the next scene is Mando arriving kind of at nightfall at Moss Eisley, carrying, obviously, all of his belongings because the speeder got ruined. And he arrives at the cantina. It's nighttime, and he walks right to the back table where we have our friend Peli Motto talking to, we find out his name is Dr. Mandible, and he's just like this ant guy. Apparently, his actual name is Sabak or Sabak oh, really? or something like that. No, I just no, 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 that's the species. I oh, oh, yeah. Okay, okay. I was going to no, say no, because no. that might be the card game they're playing, actually, is Sabak. I right. think is what it's called. Well, do regardless, I sound like an idiot? Nah, regardless. Regardless. Dr. Mandible but, is this ant guy, six feet tall. What Do you have something? Yeah, I was going to say, does this remind you of New Hope when... I am an idiot. Sabak is the name of the playing card game. Okay, yeah. Okay. That's what I thought. But yeah, that was introduced in Rebels, which I haven't seen mm. uh, and times as. We also saw it in Solo, mm. the young Han Solo movie. We actually find out that's how we won the Millennium Falcon off of Lando. Yep. Oh yeah, sweet. there we go. See <laughs> nice. callbacks. It's but this was also yeah the exact. I think I think this was the exact cantina that Han Solo. Yeah, I think it was right. too. Yeah. That might have been the exact booth with Greedo exactly. and Han. Yeah, I think that's what you were that's getting at. Yeah, Either way, she she sees the armor and he says, "You you finally find a man in Delorean, and you decide to kill him." And he just kind of catches her up with the events of last episode. He said, "No, I slayed the crate dragon for him in exchange for the armor, so we're good there." Um, oh. So I, I just like I did so much research for this Go episode because I wanted to be on top of it. But uh, it's funny because the director of Ant-Man, I think, actually directed this scene. So it's funny that it was like, oh, yeah, really? So he's working with a giant ant and then he yeah. also directed Ant-Man. So well, I thought that was funny. kind of funny, fun <laughs> fact. Continue. I'm sorry. Yeah, so, I'm being annoying. <laughs> so Mando tells her, you know, yeah, it was great. I have this armor back, but he was my only lead on where to find the other Mandalorians. Now it's kind of, you know, the case has gone cold. Dr. Mandible overhears and somehow Motto can just communicate with this ant and says, well, you might be in luck. Dr. Mandible says he can connect you with someone who can help you locate the other Mandalorians. 
then she kind of says, if you cover his $500 credit to call our hand in this game, Sabak, to which I think she just masterminded that whole plan because she probably knew that she was going to win the hand and was just like, Mando, put up an astronomical fee because I know I have this in the bag. Yeah. When she said, Mando says how much? And when she said, you know, 500, he said, that's a high stakes game. <laughs> yeah, man. steep game, man. She's got some money in the bank account. Oh, yeah. No, she's, <laughs> she just likes manipulating people. It's yeah. kind of funny. She's like the stereotypical Star Wars character that you'd find hanging around Moss Eisley. Just... Exactly. So she says, go back to the hangar. Um, I'll, I'll meet you there. And, and the contact will rendezvous there. And they, she, doesn't she say something like, uh, hope you brought me back some of that crate Dragon meat? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then the next scene we get is a droid just cooking it on the back of the engine. And honestly, look pretty good. They said this <laughs> oh, yeah. isn't confirmed or anything. It was just a theory, but it looked like Sebulba's engine from the pod race from Phantom mm-hmm. Menace. Okay. It looked very similar to we're just bring, We're just trying to get every single detail here. Sebulba. <laughs> and the droid's name. Bad guy. I the droid's him. name for the record was Treadwell. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Treadwell, the droid. He's literally just like roasting this piece of meat. Yeah, perfect. That was a great scene. And Mato tells Treadwell not to overcook it, says, I'm not a Rodian. My gosh. And Rodians <laughs> are Greedo species. If New you guys hope. look that there up, we go. that's so awesome. We're, we're getting all these connections so. right here. That's why I was saying this is like, I feel like just one for the, an episode for the fans, essentially. Yeah. yeah. It was a fun episode. It was a good I, episode. I really yeah, enjoyed definitely. it for sure. Not too much important happens, I don't think, but it was still a fun episode. Mm-hmm. That chunk of meat looked like straight up Luffy in one yeah, of the dragons. Yeah, hundred percent. You could one bite that hundred percent. So Mato says, kind of just to fill him in, she says, Amanda, a Mandalorian covert is close. It's in this sector, one system trailing. I don't know if they're the same ones that left Navarro. All I know is that the contact will lead you to them. The great news is that it's going to be free, but there is one skank in the scud pie. <laughs> the contact wants passage to the system and you can't use hyperdrive to get them there. To which Mando immediately says, whoa, 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 whoa. you want me to travel sub light? The deal's off. Moving fast and in hyperdrive is the only thing keeping me safe, obviously, because yeah. he's a bounty hunter. You know, he's a sketchy guy. He's, he would he's still on the run, too. Exactly. Yeah. Everybody's a, after him. What a time to be alive where light speed is just the norm. And, oh, yeah. <laughs> this would have been such an easy job, too. Yeah. And you could just, you know, just bounce would, over to the yeah. other this planet. This episode would not exist if you could have. So of he course, like, there okay. had to be a reason to do it sub light speed. Yeah. And then we find out they can't do it sub light because the passenger frog lady yeah she's carrying her eggs and if they go light speed her eggs will die and she's just she's like the last of her kind essentially like she has to get these babies yeah. alive to the planet she yeah needs- she needs her eggs fertilized by the equinox or her line will end and if you jump into hyperspace they'll die she said her husband has settled on the estuary moon of trask in the system of the gas giant cole Iden. So that's a lot of stuff. But we're trying to get to the planet Trask or the moon Trask, rather. When Moto, Mato, Mato. speaks the frog language, yeah. it just looks so weird. <laughs> yeah, it's like does. stretching her mouth in the weird. It kind of reminds me of uh, Barney when he speaks dolphin. Do you oh, remember yeah. that episode? <laughs> yeah, that's I couldn't not picture that in my head <laughs> anyway and she says you know you can take these guys Mato says i trust these people with my life and she says her her husband is the one that says she's seen the mandalorians on this planet of trask so you'll get to the husband he'll find the mandalorians 
And Mato says, yeah, I just met these people like 10 minutes ago. Yeah. <laughs> 10 minutes before you walked in, man. It's like you just said you would trust them with your life. I have good judgment, <laughs> is all yeah. she replies. Yeah, I like Mato. She she can chill. But, yeah, to end the, but to end the scene, we get a little bit of Baby Yoda kind of eyeing up the eggs for... At this point in time, we don't know why. Oh, yeah. But he's eyeing up those eggs. Right away, I knew. I was like, he's trying to eat those things. I didn't man. want to believe it, I guess. I thought he was just like... I thought they were going to be some something special, but no. He just wanted to eat them. <laughs> Could have been the next president, president of the U.S. Yeah, yeah. He just ate it. <laughs> One of those frog eggs. Could yeah. Have been. Oh yeah. <laughs> Technically, frog twenty twenty four. So we have the Razor Crest in space. We're leaving Mos Eisley, trying to get to Trask. Uh, Mando says, "You know, stay strapped in when seated. Traveling sublight can be a bit dicey these days, just with everything going on. Warlords and pirates. Can Warlords, pirates. You know the deal. Uh, Baby Yoda starts to eye up the eggs again, <laughs> and Mando just says, i 'I'm going to go to sleep. You know, stay strapped in, stay in the cockpit, whatever. He goes to sleep, and yeah, Baby Yoda's eating an egg. It's right, and he hilarious. goes down. Yeah, it's like telling him to not do it. And this <laughs> yeah. is this will be a recurring theme, but yeah, it closes the capsule." Takes the eggs away and it's nap time for it's baby. Nap time, <laughs> it's yeah. nap time. He literally says nap time for you. And they both go to sleep. And then we get kind of just cut to black and then cut to an alarm's going off. And that's how Mando wakes up. He goes right back up to the cockpit and he has two X Republic X wings on baby. either side of the Razor Crest. Those were just real quick. I want to say those were always my favorite. Dude, I think Jetson. They were always everyone's favorite. Yeah, X wings are so when they cool. enter combat mode, it's just like game oh, on, baby. I love how they enter combat mode. Yes, yeah. <laughs> yeah. They they're just like, yo, can you go to line two for a second? And yeah. clearly that conversation didn't go good. But we'll break it down for you. This is the new Republic. I, I guess mm. these are kind of now their police force, honestly. Yeah, that's how I think of it. So we have two New Republic police X-Wings just kind of cruising around looking for Imperials or people up to no good. And their names are Carson and Wolf. So Carson says, you know, Razorcrest, M111, come in, Razorcrest, do you copy? Essentially, they just noticed that his transponder wasn't emitting, to which Mando responds that he's a pre-Empire surplus ship and he doesn't need to run a beacon. Carson says that was before. This sector is now under New Republic jurisdiction. All crafts are required to run a beacon. Mando's just like, hey, thanks for letting me go. Or thanks for letting me know. I'll get that checked on. Like, that's like a cop stopping you for a taillight out. Like, mm. dude, thanks for letting me know. I'll get on that right away. Like, yeah. appreciate it, boss. Mando's playing it cool so far. Yeah, he's 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 shooting the shit and unfortunately it doesn't last yeah. too long. I forgot to say, Mando also says, thanks for letting me know and may the force be with you. So he <laughs> thought that was it. He thought he was, was home a, free. That was the perfect way to end it because mm -hmm. that's, you know, that's the polite yeah. way to end the lingo. But mm -hmm. real quick, I want to say this is one of my last like fun facts. Oh, you're good. Episode, but um, Wolf is actually uh, the executive producer of Clone Wars and Rebels. It's no Dave, uh Dave Filoni. Filoni, I think yeah, his name Dave is. Filoni. But, yeah, that was him. Nice. What? Yeah. No way. Yeah. <laughs> you know, he tell. makes little cameos. I think he was in an, uh, another movie too. I can't remember which one, but he, he was makes, Wolf, you said? Yeah. He makes, that makes sense. He just makes like cameos and everything. Like he that was makes a boy sense actor, because so. Carson was the one that was doing all the talking. Yeah. So like uh, he was probably just a little Easter egg. But he has uh, some cameos and like, yeah, Clone Wars, Rebels, mm -hmm. and in the movies. So after Mando tries to just kind of brush him to the side, thanks for letting me know. Carson, there's a little bit of a pause and Carson says, I'm going to need you to send us a ping. We're sweeping for Imperial holdouts. Mando says, I don't think I have the hardware to send you it. And they're just like, we can wait. So he's not going to be able to brush these guys aside. 
And the guy says, you know, if we can't confirm you're not Imperial, you'll have to follow us to the outpost on Adelphi and you'll, you know, they'll run your tabs there. And Mando's like, oh, shit, I don't want to do that. He's like, oh, I think I got it right here. Actually, it's working now. Sends them a ping. And then we hear Wolf chime in and tell Carson, can you switch to Comline 2 for a second? Little pause. Radio silence. And then we see the X-Wing start to open up into combat mode. And Mando's just like, fuck yeah yeah he knows what's up basically (laughs) telling him to pull over and well carson gives the reason carson says was your aircraft in the proximity of new republic correctional transport bothan five and this is a reference to chapter six the prisoner Mm -hmm. so he's fucked he's getting caught right there were a lot yeah a lot of all of the references actually this episode yeah at the end are all to reference of that episode the prisoner Mm -hmm. that really kind of screwed him because it made him a target Mm -hmm. now he's on the run absolutely but right when he, really, this is probably my favorite scene of the episode, honestly. Yeah. Oh, the chase scene. Yeah, the chase it's scene. It's just so well done. Mm-hmm. Again, I can't, I'm going to keep saying it. Like, this might be the best CGI I've ever seen, like, in a television show, definitely. But even, like, movie-grade CGI. This yeah, is, it's, it, it's amazing. That's what it is. It's movie-grade. Yeah. So, we all agree this was an awesome chase scene. It ensues wherein Mando is going through canyons, and he's kind of descending into this ice planet. It's, it's the planet is called Maldo Crease, which there are kind of some hints that people on Reddit found out it's called Maldo Crease. And he has, a, he has a sweet aerial move where he, he for a pre-Empire ship, the Razor Crest, that he can really move. Oh, yeah. Because it's he, so big. He um he kind of faked him out by with the fog when it got Yeah, that's what yeah. I liked. He used the surrounding yeah. fog. When he lost dodge. lost visibility, he just kind of dropped and went and they completely just flew over him and mm-hmm. flew past him. Yeah. And I thought he was good for a little bit. Yeah. So he goes through all these evasive maneuvers and he kind of loses them in the canyon. But the Razor Crest takes a licking. You know, he's brushing up on icebergs and whatnot. And he finally like spins out and settles on some ice. You see the X-Wings fly past. So they didn't notice where he's hiding. And he kind of just takes a breath. He's like, whoo, I think we're good. And then you start to hear the ice crack underneath him. And then the Razor Crest just falls through. And now he's in this kind of ice cave underground and the ship is just completely destroyed yeah I, I mean there's holes in the side of it mm. a big gaping hole they're gonna the freeze wings, to death yeah yeah and one of the wings just i yeah. guess his armor just is very good at uh cold his armor is good at everything yeah. yeah that's 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 its whole but when thing. you said evasive maneuvers paul that reminded me of the uh family guy star wars thing he's like Slight left. What is it? He's listening lazily to the left. <laughs> yeah, it's like, look at these evasive maneuvers. Boy, yeah, yeah, this guy can really move. <laughs> yeah. as all I wanted to say, mm-hmm. but um, the Family yeah. Guy Star Wars can't talk enough about them and how good yeah. they are. Yeah. <laughs> so also, I do want to point out this is the same planet that we saw in the opening scene from Chapter One, where he was taking in the Mithril, who we've referenced before, but it's the same ice planet. Really? Oh, really? Yes. Which is why on Wikipedia, it said the only two native fauna are the Ravenac, which was that giant walrus thing. It was just like, a <laughs> was it a walrus? A sna- it was like a saber tooth giant eel or something. Because it, <laughs> it we're was, talking about the same yeah, thing. Yeah, walrus. Yeah. So the only specified fauna are that and an unidentified spider species ah, are the only two identified wow. fauna. Here. And Mando's so, messed <clears throat> with both. Yeah. Exactly. Well. That's our boy Mando. Mm-hmm. So anyway, Mando, they both got knocked unconscious, Mando and the frog lady. Mando kind of comes to and immediately goes to check on the eggs and baby Yoda, you know, in the main hall. There's a giant hole, so it's freezing cold in there, like snow's coming in. 
And he he finds Baby Yoda and the incubator of eggs together. Baby Yoda's already got his hand in the cookie jar. He's just after these eggs. I said it before the podcast, but this is one of the one of the episodes. I just did not Uh, like Baby. Not not like him. He just annoyed me a little bit okay. with his egg eating. I mean, th- this those he, are somebody's kids, man. Come yeah, on, <laughs> exactly the last uh, of their kind. It's this is one of the only times I feel like where his babiness caused yeah. actual consequences. Right, exactly. So this is why we were annoyed with him before. It was just adorable. Yeah, he triple we he trip <laughs> or fumble, and we'd be like, oh, this one he's eating children. He's okay. gotten Mando out of several jams so i okay. think he's I mean, still i think he's still out. up in the wind column okay, honestly yeah. it's like what is it called when you wipe an entire species out he's about genocide to, yeah he's about to do that <laughs> he's literally about to eat oh his way to genocide i think it, do you think it was her species or just their specific bloodline uh, i think it was their bloodline like i think it was yeah her kin like that's what i thought she, like their last name would run out if, if they still have to be inseminated or what, whatever i guess maybe they have she, to be fertilized yeah they're yeah just so eggs. maybe yeah she like poops them out and then they get yeah, fertilized. I don't we know. We can cut that. <laughs> okay, we'll cut it. <laughs> Dave trying to work his way through basic the sex, biology. The, the alien sex. We do sex. not have the time to go into the birds and the bees on this podcast. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. And we are the last people you want to learn the birds and the bees from. <laughs> no, we're cutting. So one of, the, one of the biggest issues just to pilot on is they can't communicate at all. I'm Mando oh, yeah, saying true. things to her and she's <clears throat> squeaking back at him. Yeah. He's saying like, I don't know like what you're screaming about. Um, she points to the eggs at some point. Yeah, and he's like, I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. And yeah, then it's just like she wants you to keep them safe. Yeah, he, he breaks it down. He says, "We're if you haven't already guessed, we're in a tough spot. Spot like the main power drive is not responding. The hull has lost its integrity. And yeah, she's spazzing out. But Mando's just like, I can't understand you. It's best for both of us to just get some rest. So he just." starts to fall asleep a little bit and then the frog lady turns to a recognizable droid head and it was zero from that same episode chapter six of the prisoner it's Mm -hmm. zero's old head and she kind of turns it into a translator for herself so really cool yeah it was very smart of her the frog lady she has so now we know she has a like a a level of intelligence that you know is very capable and very handy and i have the quote she says because she's appealing to his you know his emotional side here. She says, these eggs are the last brood of my life cycle. My husband has risked his life to carve out an existence for us on the only planet that is hospitable to our species. We fought too hard and suffered too much to resign ourselves to the to the extinction of our family line. I must demand that you hold true to the deal that you agreed to. I thought keeping one's words was part of the Mandalorian code. I guess those are just stories for children. That, that I, I really like that part of it because yeah. that really hits home with Mando. Yeah. He knows the code. He knows that once this he commits. Way, he has, yeah, this is the way. Exactly. So she really hits home with that speech, I thought. And Mando begrudgingly... He starts to get to work on the ship. He's like, this wasn't part of the deal, but he's going out anyway with his toolkit, working on the Razor Crest and a couple. I think there's a little bit of a time lapse. And then we get Baby Yoda just starting to like bother him while he's working on the ship. He's like, why don't you come over here and put yourself to work? But Baby Yoda like kind of gets his attention and uh, points him towards tracks leading through the canyon essentially and it's the frog lady the frog lady wandered off mando hits the visor so to do like the heat footprints that he used against cara dune from Mm -hmm. season one Mm -hmm. and it looks like if anybody played the witcher 
three. It just looks like Worcester senses when you pop it off. It's so cool. <laughs> it's awesome. So he knows exactly where it goes. He follows it <clears throat> and he ends up finding the frog lady in a hot spring yeah, with just a hot spring. All of her children. Yep. She's just it's what? freezing cold. She's obviously a frog, so she needs warmth to stay alive. So and, well, I mean, seriously though, you're just gonna wander off in this unknown planet where you don't know if there's any threats out there. It's freezing in her cold. Mind, I you're guess, being hunted. Yeah, in her mind, I guess it's die or die try like trying to do something. So she explores a little bit and finds this hot spring. Yeah, and then she just decided to take a bath. I'm not buying it. She's a little naive here. And Mando yeah. tells her exactly that. He says, Yeah, listen, it's not safe. Uh we have to collect these eggs and get right back to the ship. That's the only place where I can even attempt to protect us and they start collecting the eggs yeah baby yoda tries to grab one and he's like no no eggs bad baby yoda <laughs> yep so it's, it's hard boiled already now yeah exactly <laughs> yeah it's already hard boiled <laughs> so after being denied the egg baby yoda walks over to a rock formation i so knew it right away they were like the when egg. you get the close-up they were definitely yeah. eggs so he yeah. replaces one egg with another he starts poking it and mm -hmm. it's like squishy it was and, disgusting. Yeah, it was gross. When he even, pulled it out, it looks like it's made of thin paper or something. And he just exactly. kind of like starts peeling it, it back. And, and then, then he's snot and mucus. And then in the center of that, there's a spider. I was like, thing. fuck this episode. Once the spider <laughs> got pulled out, I was like, this is yeah. the enemy's going to be a spider. I hate fucking spiders. <laughs> and we're just like, yeah. don't eat it. Don't eat it. That's disgusting. Don't eat it. And what does baby do? He eats it and likes it, of course. Oh, he yeah. just starts he, going at it. <laughs> he literally, he's like a raccoon or something. He can just eat trash and love it. Yeah, he smells it, confirms that it's not poisonous, mm -hmm. and then just goes at like, it. Mm, <laughs> unborn people. Let me eat this. That's my favorite. So that um, annoys the rest of the uh, the clan. We start to see yeah. the uh, the eggs start to rattle a little bit. Yeah. Everything starts to shake. And Mando turns around. Yeah, he's Baby like, Yoda's oh. running to Mando cooing. You know, I those thought subtitles. that was so funny. Just him, <laughs> yeah. him running, quote unquote, running as so fast cute. as Baby Yoda yeah. could go. He's just like squelping. So it makes like you kind of forget game. that he was just about to wipe out an entire species of yeah. frog. Oh yeah, However, and it was cute the way he fucking ran to him. Right, it was adorable. Yeah. but and these baby spiders start to hatch, and you're waiting they for the all, bomb. They all see what's going on. Mando like grabs the incubator, puts it on his back, you know, picks up baby Yoda. We see frog lady literally shoots at her tongue to get a robe. She gets dressed real mm -hmm. quick and then they dip. So mm -hmm. we have these baby spiders hatching. It's like, okay, no big deal. Baby spiders. Then we see some medium sized spiders yeah. coming out from behind the cave. I'm like, oh, okay, get a little bigger. Spiders. And then we get big daddy spider <laughs> emerging from the cave. And now it's time to go. Yeah. I just said mommy spider just, it was fucking massive big mama it, yeah it was huge it the, wasn't as big as the crate dragon i don't even know what it was probably as big as the um i keep forgetting what the fucking sigil the thing that yeah, the mud horn i keep forgetting yeah, the, the mud, mud horn. horn but yeah it was about that size maybe a yeah, little bit bigger than that definitely not as big as the crate dragon dragon they would have been screwed but yeah i saw that thing well done actually though like the the design for it was really well done yeah, i thought definitely um, but this, terrified i hate spiders this is like straight out of the scary movie eight-legged freaks <laughs> i mean yeah. like there's little baby ones running at you and then there's medium-sized ones i mean same with harry potter too yeah that was thinking harry potter the big mom is running after you harry so. potter's worse because they're all big mamas yeah so <laughs> So they're running and Mando pulls out his blaster and he's picking off, you know, this one, and that one. Um, and we are trying to figure out what the name of the species actually was. And people believe it's called a Krikna. Krikna, yeah. But there's some talk about whether or not it, it definitely is because Kriknas are known to have 
armor that can withstand blasters and even ship blasters. Mm. Oh, but okay. Mando, no, and plus the explosion. So Mando also, while they're running away, sets up explosions to mm. kind of divert the spider. We have seen through the extended universe very similar looking spiders on different planets so i don't think there's any way to confirm that it's the same species but it looks very very similar and i think the showrunners made it that similar of a design of spider as a little nod to the extended universe right. you know because these but the spiders were terrifying and why not recycle them and make them canon so yeah. while they are not confirmed krikna they're krikna I yeah think. we can i think we can just and they're terrifying. Until we know, we can just refer to them. As yeah. And from the extended universe, we actually learned that even Jedi have tough times fighting these because they're hard to tame with the force. Hmm. So, you know, Mando and Frog Lady do a pretty good job for maybe just that's also stuff. why Baby Yoda didn't even attempt to force it either. Because, you know, like he didn't when he, there was the mud horn, he instant, yeah. instinctively knew to do it. Kray Dragon, he didn't even try. And here again, we see him not even attempting. So it can be done. It's yeah. tough. Apparently, they were shown or seen on Dagobah before. Oh, really? Um, I'm not exactly sure where it's from, but somewhere in one of the many pieces of literature. Crawlers of some yeah, sort. Yeah, they I think that's like Dagobah. how they call spiders is like crawl. They crawlers. refer to them as crawlers. But like Dave, you were saying, they're running back through the ice canals and caves. And he ends up placing bombs, which do a lot of damage for yeah, the, big, it out. the big one chasing them, big mommy. I didn't um, think it killed her right away. We we see her get like get knocked out from it, but yeah, she definitely took some damage from that. Yeah, and he's running, blasting. Yeah, and the entire time I'm thinking, dude, you have a flamethrower. You have a flamethrower. I was thinking of that too, kind of. I was like, I mean, they were. He was probably trying to focus on running at the time, but he, I don't know. they were he saving does, it up for the best. He does moment. finally use it, and yeah. I love that they close up him just yeah. like sparking it. And I'm yeah. sure and it takes it. A good amount they of fuel too, you know. Hundred percent. We've seen it. It's probably it's that, definitely that a last has resort. A, that has a finite length yeah. for how long the flamethrower will be spitting flames. And so. it does run out at one. And point. now I'm actually yeah. also thinking like he melts the cave. Okay, great. Then the whole thing collapses. Yeah. So that's probably so he's using bomb. the flamethrower. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he also yeah. Okay, he used a bomb regardless. But so, continue. Regardless, they get back to the Razor Crest mm -hmm. and Frog Lady and Baby Yoda. They run up into the cockpit and. As soon as the little spider started getting into the hole in the side of the Razor Crest, I was like, this sucks. Like, you're screwed. I literally thought at that <laughs> at, at that exact moment, too, Paul, I was like, why did they do this? This is such a dumb idea. They're literally just pitting themselves yeah. into a bunch of nothing. Like I, I thought they were screwed. Uh, they get up into the cockpit, and Mando finally works his way up there, and he's trying to close the door, and there's, you know, the spider bodies blocking it. Some mm -hmm. get through. And it looks like Baby Yoda is about to get attacked by one. The, the screeching he was making, I was yeah. like, no, please. <laughs> no. Frog Lady's packing some heat, apparently. Yeah. Was, was that one of Mando's? Or was I think she it was just I always think, no, I, think, I think it was hers. Just her little her, her little, little pistol or something. Bang, bang. She's technically yeah. a isn't she a criminal or no? Uh, no. Probably not. I think she's just pretty neutral no, no, no. frog. Well, I'm thinking for... of uh so at the uh, I'll get to it when we get there. Okay. But yeah, we'll get she, there she's not, when she's we not, get there. I'll tell you the con what I was confused with, but yeah, she's definitely not a criminal. I and what I, was thinking. I, I don't think she would have saved him if she found out he was eating her kids. So, <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> also true. <laughs> that is very true. So thank God. So, so eventually bust out the flamethrower. Mando bust out the flamethrower, crisps them all, and gets to seal the cockpit door. Mm-hmm. 
I forgot to say, I just really like this, that when they're running through the canyons, the frog lady's like, fuck it, and starts to like hop yeah. instead oh, of I run to, because yeah, I forgot to mention that would that be too. faster for a frog to do. Definitely. Yeah. That was I cool. think it's very, I thought that was, was cool. cool. Yeah, was that cool. they made her hop. They did a good job to animating her hopping. I literally too. had that. really clean. I had that in bold, like frog lady jumping. Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't even say yeah. anything. So... Now that they're barricaded in the cockpit, no spiders can get through. Mando just starts flipping levers and he's like, hey, this better work. This is our last chance. The engines do start successfully and they start to kind of like lift off the ground. You know, engines are going. Looks like they're going to be home free. The music was playing. Too. Music was playing. The yeah, they had us playing. all fooled. But then we have Big Mama just leaps on top of the Razor Crest, like choke slams it down. They're back in the ice. I would be crying. Ruined I would, again. I would literally be crying. <laughs> and now Big Mama's back in the fold. So mm-hmm. they're absolutely screwed. Uh, he, so he he pokes two holes in the windshield. I guess you would call it with his legs legs spear legs and then he just starts to suction cup it with his mouth (laughs) which is like the most terrifying mouth out of a nightmare you could ever imagine it's got like 15 layers of teeth going back sarlacc it's like a sarlacc yeah Yeah. it looks like a giant squid from like yeah it's so gross Gross. Dave's really crying cool in the corner. Though. Yeah. Luke and would not be able to watch this episode. He would no. just skip it. I completely agree. Yeah. And then we hear some blasters go off. Yep. And we see the big mama go limp. Mm. And all of a sudden, Carson and Wolf. Glad we gave them names. Homies. Yeah. Yeah. Come up and save the day. I really did not expect that, honestly. I was like, who the fuck is blasting? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I was like, why would they do that? Why wouldn't they just let him get and take out? Get let him get taken but they out. Explain, yeah. yeah, yeah. And then you know when it's clear, Mana goes out there with a blaster. I have the get, quote. Yeah, yeah. So it, they just kind of look up at each other, and Carson takes the lead. He says, "We ran the tabs on the Razor Crest. You have an arrest warrant for the abduction of prisoner X six nine eleven, and that was, oh my goodness, I think his name was Quinn in the episode. So mm-hmm. we know that prisoner X six nine eleven. However." Onboard security records show that you apprehended three priority culprits from the wanted register. Security record also show that you put your life in harm's way to try to protect that of Lieutenant Davin from the New Republic Correctional Corps. Also was in that episode. Also in that Literally, episode. So what the, was that, like five seconds of screen time yeah. too that the guy had? Nah, he, he was in a whole scene. Remember, oh, yeah, he was yeah, that yeah. like new recruit, like wetting his pants completely right. in over his head. <laughs> So Mando's just like, hey, man, am I under arrest? And Carson responds with, technically, you should be. But these are trying times. Yeah. Fix the damn transponder. (laughs) So and then Mando kind of starts to get a little ahead of himself. He says, what say I forego the bounties on these three criminals and you two help me fuse my holes so I can get off this frozen rock. And Carson's like, what say you fix that transponder and we don't vaporize that antique next time we patrol the rim. (laughs) They get back into their ships take off like bosses my god these x-wings look beautiful in the air i want to ride one baby (laughs) one sweet detail Mm. while they're standing like kind of out of their cockpit with their blasters the camera shows a little bit of the x-wing side and there's little tiny tie fighter stickers and they're all lined up and it's it's to symbolize how many they've taken down are you serious yeah, so that's so cool. cool it's like a football player in college but yeah that's so cool yeah uh I, the one who was talking at the end who was at carson i guess yeah he had like four different rows plus a few mm-hmm. on the bottom mm-hmm. oh, shout out so to carson cool. man I, mean, I feel like these could be two characters that we see again because 
I think they so. have a habit of intro- at least from season one. If that tells us anything, they have a habit of just introducing characters in one episode stints and then bringing them back at the end when Mando needs to assemble a crew. Hey, if the prisoner episode was this relevant now, I'm, you know, I think these X-wing fighters, Carson and uh, Wolf, are going to definitely come back. I would love to Absolutely. see some more Cobb Vanth as well. Yeah, we'll get. We, it. We're we are get seeing it. Cobb. We'll Vanth. get an Avenger. That's happening. We'll get an Avengers assemble at some point this season. I'm sure. <laughs> I, I feel like Cobb Vanth and Cara Dune could become like actual crewmates for Mando. I think so. They, too. Got, they all got. They all have potential. Well. They all yeah. have traits. My you God, know. you're right. I do want to see Cobb Vanth again. Yeah, he's <laughs> he's, boss. Damn, so, that was, this was such a quick one, man. It's like it was. relative to all the hour-long episodes we were yeah. used to covering. This was this blew by. Yeah, it was a lot of action, too. Yeah, um, a lot of action. A lot so. of running, a lot of blasters. I mean, one of the characters literally couldn't communicate. Like, we couldn't understand, so there wasn't going to be much yeah. talking anymore. Mm-hmm. Well, two, I guess. Baby. To finish off the episode, though, Mando essentially says, I can only like pressurize the cockpit. Everything else is ruined beyond repair. I'm... I can essentially get us in the air so that we can limp the rest of the way to Trask, but it's going to be a long ride and get cozy Buckle in the cockpit. If, if you need to piss, piss now. Use the privy <laughs> if you got them. And then Mando, again, types in the coordinates and says, I'm going to bed. He kind of dozes he makes all. A joke. He makes that little joke about death or whatever. I, yeah. I was like, this is the, I like that joke. I, I remember the joke. I didn't yeah. write it down. But yeah, he yeah. does make a little joke. And then he's like, haha, if that happens, we'd be dead. So don't even worry about <laughs> yeah, it. Exactly. <laughs> then yeah, he dozes yeah. off. And then it's left with Baby Yoda and the Frog Lady. And Baby Yoda turns around and the Frog Lady starts to hug her incubator <laughs> a little bit tighter. She knows. And <laughs> then Baby Yoda turns his back again. And, and he's got an egg in his pocket. And he's, he's just holding it the whole time. I love Baby Yoda so much. You guys were angry at him this episode. I just his cuteness be. always makes me forget the, mm-hmm. the bad deeds he's done. He so, could literally be a serial killer, and I'd be like, yeah, yeah. I'd want him on my yeah. ship. So <laughs> I'm assuming next episode we're gonna get introduced to Frog Lady Slam Piece. You think? And it's on the moon. He says we have a trash. long way to go to trash. I think we're gonna have one more kind of filler episode before we get to trash. One more Just because he specifically said it's gonna be a long ride. I think we're gonna have a, one more pit stop based on like how everything's a standalone episode too. They said it's a, a moon on Trask, not Trask. Yeah, itself, they're not. Correct? I think Trask is the name of the moon here. I have the quote where Motto kind of breaks it down. It was. I think. I think you're right. Though. I think it's her husband has settled on the estuary moon of Trask in okay, the system. So Trask is the of name the gas of the giant Cole Iden. So, oh, okay. yeah, I think it's in the system revolving around Cole Iden. But yes, the name of the moon is Trask. So I wonder if the Mandalorians are going to be on the gas giant. Collided or whatever. Well, I think if the husband has like seen them visually, I think they're the covert has relocated to Trask. So I think the planet that we're going to find the frog, that's where I think the Mandalorian should be based on. I mean, it could be literally anywhere. So I just assumed the way that Mando just hops from place to place that there he's going to get there and be like, oh, the princess is in another castle. You got to go over here. Yeah. So what do we want next episode then? I I would like for them to get to Trask next episode to start moving some stuff along. And also, if this is the only planet in the galaxy that's habitable for frog species, I feel like that planet would look really, really cool. Mm. It would be like really humid and jungly or something like that. Possibly. Mm. Yeah, that would be sweet to (laughs) see like their complete world. Kind of like, um, man, what's his name? I'm not going to remember it. From Phantom Menace when they go... Qui-Gon Jinn and Obi-Wan. Uh, Misa. 
Oh, Jar Jar Binks. Jar Jar Binks. Yeah, the youngins. Yeah. The uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> probably something. They lived underwater. Yeah, yeah probably like, something like that. That was a really oh, cool, cool yeah. like, and if little they world building. Yeah, thing. and if they could do that back in like 01 or whenever Phantom Menace. Was Phantom Menace 99? Yes, yes. I think it was. Yeah, I think it was. I think it was definitely prior 2000. Yeah, I think then, so too. What, uh, Revenge of the Sith was 2006? That was the first one I remember being old enough to watch in theaters. Uh, yeah, that's the only yeah, one I saw. That was in the theaters. only one I saw in theaters too. Yeah. Wow, I there's probably some like 50 year olds here that are like, I saw the original. Saw, yeah, that's my dad. My dad saw every single. I think most of them. I'm jealous. At least I'm yeah. jealous that they got to watch this throughout their entire lifetime because I was got- getting nostalgic just like watching the force awakens yeah like you know bringing back han bringing back chewing the millennium falcon all that was great i couldn't imagine i remember being in the the chinese theater at, in la for that moment like we yeah were, for that debut it was me my dad and my brother and my mom and you know everyone in the uh audience was going wild when they came on this on this uh screen so yeah it's sweet yeah overall I, I don't I my expectations for next episode are very low. I don't think we're gonna get much of anything, but I would rate I would have started doing this. I would have probably rated the last episode a nine out of ten. I would probably rate this episode like a seven out of ten. Yeah, I wanted to do this too, but everyone was like, nah, let's no, let's I'm down for that for this show specifically. Okay. We could do that, dude. I would say so. Yeah, last now. episode for me. I really liked last episode. I think, so season one finale is probably a t- a ten out of ten for me. And then last episode was probably a nine, yeah. And then mm-hmm. this one, seven, six, seven, six, seven, say, yeah. Any thoughts, Paul? Yeah, uh, I mean, this episode I was gonna say a little underwhelming. Just the first episode was so good, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I mean, it's hard to follow that up. But I mean, I honestly hope there's only six episodes left. So I, I think hope... it'll be quick. If if yeah. If we next have a lot episode of is nothing, then it's just the rest is going to be zero to 100. And we have a lot of characters. We, we have a lot of characters get introduced, too. I mean, we already know we're going to see what, what's her name? Uh, Ren, Ahsoka, Sabin Ren or Sabin Ren or something. Are we like seeing that. Sabine? I think so. I think we're okay. seeing her this uh, series. And Boba Fett still. That makes sense. Yeah, Boba, Boba Fett, Fett still right got to enter into the mix. Ahsoka. We'll see. So we'll I, see. I, There's a lot to still be addressed. And I don't know when it's going to come or how they're going to be placed into the story. And that's what kind of makes it hard to predict things because yeah. they could just throw us Anything. a side story that has nothing to do with anything again right i'm excited i want it to be friday already we good on this yep. let's do it keep an eye out for our continued coverage of the mandalorian all season long we're going to be grinding out episodes to review each episode of the mandalorian and as always if you like what you heard give binge town tv a follow on twitter and instagram and subscribe to our show on spotify and the apple podcast app once again we are binge oh <laughs> Just go no. once again. Finish it out. Finish it out. Once again. Once again, we are Binge Town TV, and may the force be with you. Pew, pew. And also with you.